Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 37 of 101 here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. I'm your man, Darrell Owens, bringing you another one here in season two. We are episode five in season two, 37 overall. But regardless, we're glad to be here today. And today with me, yes, finally, I had to track her down, ladies and gentlemen. It was a tough <laughs> one, but I found her, Miss Britt Waters. She is the in-game host for the Washington Wizards and Mystics, and she is an on-air talent at XM Radio and Pandora Radio. What's up, my love? How are you doing? I am great now that I'm spending my time with you. How are you? I'm doing delightful. I, I really can't complain, you know. I mean, we're getting close to WrestleMania season, but, you know, or we're pretty much on the grasp of WrestleMania, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> My yeah. favorite season. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, every wrestling fan is ready for that. Every wrestling okay. fan. Now, of course, before we get this bad boy started, we're going to start off with the check-in. And so, Brittany, I, I just want to check in on you and your family and how things have been going through the pandemic. We're a year in now, full year in now. How have you been handling things through the pandemic? Things have been crazy, but um, just checking in with my family as much as I can. Um, I'm very, very, very blessed to have them all healthy. Um, my family had some episodes of COVID around the holidays, but I'm happy to say both my parents are vaccinated. <laughs> They're safe and I'm holding up. That's good. That's good to hear. I mean, it's and, and we're going to stress early, everybody. I say to every show, uh, you got to make sure if you get out there, get vaccinated, make sure you're taking care of people, wear those masks, man. Let's get this thing over with. You know, mm -hmm. I've had a couple of people affected to it, unfortunately lost those people. So like when I tell you, please, please, put that mask on. <laughs> put mm -hmm. that mask on. Now, of course, you know, Brittany, you have, uh, you've got a very interesting thing going on with the Washington Wizards <laughs> and the Mystics, you know, but how did you, where did that passion for sports come from? When you, when you were small, you was like, when was that moment you was like, man, I love sports. When did that all come together for you? You know, I didn't get a choice in the matter. <laughs> I was born into a family who is obsessed with the Philadelphia Eagles. I probably had an Eagles onesie as a baby. I don't even remember a time in my life where I wasn't a sports fan. That's how bad it is. Um, game days at my house, it's, it's wild. We have um, some fans of other teams in my family and Thanksgiving dinner gets interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just born into a sports family. And also growing up in South Jersey, I, I live right outside of Philadelphia mm -hmm. and it's just a huge sports town. So it's everywhere, you know? So, so I always wanted to be a part of it some way. Mm -hmm. I was blessed to be very tall. So, you know, at the time I thought I was going to be a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I ended up being a waste of height. We'll say that. Don't say don't say that. A waste <laughs> of height. Now I, not, I know I've seen people say that I had a guy on my team, seven foot tall. God bless him. He was a good friend of mine. So I hope you don't hear this too bad. But uh -oh. they used to be like he'd be out there, poor guys out of breath. I mean, playing <laughs> ball, and I'm like, man, you're seven foot, man, and you're not you're not producing. If I had your height, I'd be making it to I'd, I'd be you know North Carolina next year. So yep. I, I, yeah, but don't say not to waste the height though. You brought you brought I, your talents out in other forms. I still have a WNBA championship ring, so <laughs> that is true. A lot of people cannot say that. A lot but of my dream came true, that. just in a different form. Exactly, exactly. He's like, well, hey, well, did you play ball? Uh, I think I did. <laughs> but to bring it back to your question, um, with the Wizards and Mystics, mm -hmm. I went to University of Maryland. Mm -hmm. And when I was there, I was half ACC, half Big Ten. Our soccer team is the star. We weren't the best at football. You know, when it came to basketball, we we're all about women's team. So right. I did PA announcing for the soccer team and just fell in love with hosting sports. And everyone's like, oh, you've been in radio. Is that how you got into Wizards and Mystics? I got that job from Googling Mystics hosts. <laughs> Googling it. And then I signed up and then I got an audition and that's how I got the job. Wow, look at that. Look at the scene. And you know, how long you've been doing it now? You've been doing it for a couple of years now, right? This is my second season with the Wizards and mm -hmm. my it will be my fifth season with the Mystics. Yeah, I was you've been with the Mystics for a while. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank that's you. Awesome. I mean, you know, and I and you know, we talked earlier before we, we came on, and I remember, like I said, going to the games and seeing this energetic young lady somehow <laughs> somehow teleporting from different spots of the crowd, which always blew yeah. my mind. I'm like, how is she getting from one end of the arena to this end of the, uh, end of the arena? And I mean, like, she must be, first of all, she's gotta be fit. And two, I don't know what teleportation device she's using, but I want that. <laughs> I wish I was teleporting. It's me running and out of breath right before I crack the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so now you say you, you got your start there in Maryland and, um, you know, eventually, you know, yes, with the Mystics and of course with the Wizards, but you also do radio. Like, tell us a little bit about, about your radio gig. For sure. I have been in radio uh, 10 years, so that's crazy. I have a degree in broadcasting from Maryland. Radio is my first love and will always be my first love. Outside of graduation, I was on the Russ Parr Morning Show, a nationally syndicated morning show, and I developed all of my skills and I owe all of my things to that. I moved on to do nights at 94.7 Fresh FM. And after that, I was on air in New York at New 1027 doing weekends there. It was such a ride, you know, hosting for the Wizards and then getting on the train at 4 a.m. to go do middays in New York City. It was a dream come true. And somehow all of that experience came together and made the opportunity that I have now. I host for SiriusXM's Pandora Now, Channel 3. It's called the Thumb 20 Countdown. It's all genres of music, which is perfect for my experience in hip hop and pop. Right. And it's just so much fun. I get to record it from my house and now it's all over the world and it's a blessing. Dream job, dream job. Dream job. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. From the, yeah. now we look, the biggest thing, Another reason why I was like, I knew I was like, I gotta get Miss Britt Waters on the show. And I, you know, I found out a little bit later, I was like, man, she's a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> yeah. And I said, what? Man, I wish, uh, I don't even know if I should, hold on. Uh-oh. We gotta, I haven't had a chance to let it make his debut yet, but. 
wrestling fan and you have your own um you know wrestling show the my wrestling opinion tell us a little, little bit about the show well you know you have a lot to do with the start of my show i had this idea because i would have not a lot of my friends are wrestling fans to be honest with you right you know <laughs> i have a bunch of girlfriends who like other things so the times that i had the best conversations with other fans was in line going to shows so i was like you know what let me just start this thing where i talk to people while they're in line at shows, put it all together and have fun. Because at that point, I was going to WWE shows. I was traveling to every AEW show on the East Coast. So I did all these interviews, including you at the very first Dynamite. Yes, that's yes. crazy. And thank you. <laughs> and then COVID happened. Yeah. Like maybe like very soon after my, my show. And I was like, well, there goes my wrestling show. I can't interview people outside shows if people can't go to shows. Right. And I was really defeated. And then I was just like, you know what? This pandemic is not going anywhere anytime soon. And when they started putting on shows again, I was like, I just have to find another way. Right. And it really was a blessing in disguise because being on Instagram and doing it, I tapped into a huge audience. So I do my own wrestling opinion show every week. Mm -hmm. And then on pay-per-views, I go live. And I started to notice when I went live, fans from all over the world, not just the country, the world were tuning in to share their opinion. I was like, this became right. a bigger thing because I did it on Instagram and instead of, you know, in person. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. See, that's the that's yeah. thing, you know, like, I thought that's the one thing I learned during the pandemic. I got extremely worried being a small, you know, media company. We're like, man, what are yeah. we going to do? You know, no, like no mystics, no wizards, no that. It's all out. Mm -hmm. you know, well, no Washington football team, none of that. But social media really took us to another level. Like we grew yeah. so much from the time the pandemic happened up until now. It surprised me that we grew more than we did when we were, <laughs> we grew more than we did when we were, you know, running around to all these events and, and showing mm -hmm. our faces. And I'm like, man, that's crazy that we blew up so much. But yeah, man, it's it's amazing. And, you know, it's for me, I love just running into wrestling fans because, you know, your wrestling fans, <laughs> You can go for days talking wrestling, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, we had uh, an acquaintance of ours, Brian Waters, on one of our shows, Legacy on Fire. My bloodline. Yeah, yeah. So we had him on Legacy on Fire, which is the show that we have where we talk sports. And we, it's almost like a PTI slash whatever. But we did a wrestling edition and we had him on there. And I was like, when I do the second one. I might have to see if I can get Brit on there because she would love. I, I almost oh. feel like she would love it. We had a really good time. And then the, the show was probably one of the longest ones we did because we got too deep into it. Of course. It. <laughs> and Brian is like the encyclopedia of wrestling. Yes. Not yes. only is he a fan of the game, but he's also a student of the game. So to put so much into his show, he watches old matches like they just aired. I'm like, hey, wait, what are you doing? Oh, you know, watching Mania 18, just on yeah, a random yeah. <laughs> Encyclopedia, man. If I felt like I knew something, I know where I'm going first. I'm like, hey, I'm going to have to hit my friend. Yeah. He's got the knowledge of where to go on that bad boy. But let's, let's, now that we're talking about wrestling, and I'm, I'm just too excited about this. Let's, let's mm -hmm. talk a little bit about the grandest show of them all, because WrestleMania 37 is next weekend. And we're talking Crazy. about, uh, you know, finally getting fans back in the arena for the WWE. AEW's been doing it for a while here and there, but mm -hmm. WWE's finally getting those fans back in there. Um, this show to me at first, I was a little bit worried. I'm like, oh man, they're gonna, this might be a little bit, you know, last year was a little bit tougher, no fans, but I, I wasn't sure what this was gonna be, but 
now that I'm looking at it, are you excited about this card? I'm very excited about this card. And I'm actually getting a feel for the two-day mania. Mm -hmm. Because I do feel like mania can be exhausting. And that's not something we talk about, especially if you attend. Right. You're going to independent shows. You're going to autograph signings, meet and greets. You're, you're getting drunk. Like, by the time you get to the main event, right. you're exhausted. So I love the format this year. And I love that we've been able to see a lot more sides of different stars because of the pandemic. Right. I'm excited for Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, yes. probably the most, because I feel like the women's division was hit the hardest because of the right. pandemic. And to see them both grow and shine and reinvent themselves and main event, I am, I'm really excited for that. You know, it happened to be on a random Raw episode, but when Bobby Lashley finally got that world title, I was in my feelings. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, what is going on? <laughs> Who's cutting onions? So I'm, I'm excited about the card. And to see how Roman has dominated and to think about the stories of Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman, there were times in all of our lives that we thought we'd never see them wrestle again. Exactly. So to see them all together, mm -hmm. like, whoo, that's a testimony. This is this little <laughs> WrestleMania about to take us to church. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about it. I, you know, at first I was kind of worried, but there are some matches. The Bianca Belair and and Sasha Banks match is going to be one of the most athletic, and I think probably one of the most, you know, um, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be a really good match. I just I just yeah. I hope for the best for it because I mean they've kind of built the storyline up. You know, pretty decent. It hasn't been over the and top. Dragged it and out. They dragged it out, but it made you, in my opinion, is like, all right. When it comes, I'm gonna be ready for this. So it's yeah. gonna, it should be a very good match. And and if Bianca pulls it off, uh, I, I'll be very happy to see her do it. But I'm just glad Sasha's finally got a title reign where she's not getting it taken away from her a month later. Right. I was getting scared when she was doing a little run with Carmella. I was like, this isn't what we want. Uh -uh. <laughs> I said, y'all need to get y'all need to send Carmella back another couple months from now. Don't don't start. Right. This I, don't I saw that. I was like, oh come on, y'all don't do this. But and they've they done it to her so much. But I think this mm -hmm. also has a goes back to the point that you made with the women's division hurting so much because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. This gave Sasha Banks that chance to finally show that she can carry the mantle without charlotte without becky being there without bailey without, without right, bailey. right. Mm -hmm. and so that you know they've been so connected at the hip for so long this has been a it's been really nice to see mm -hmm. i agree 100%. now you the other match you mentioned that i'm you know this the edge daniel bryan and roman reigns match should be it should be special um because we we were seeing heel edge return which I was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, Hill Edge is on the It's been a while horizon. since we've seen him, huh? Yeah, Hill Edge is there. Because with this last year, it's all good feelings, Edge. So mm -hmm. good, Edge is back. And then he turned. When we almost saw a, Cater a Caterato a couple of weeks ago, I was like, it's over. Uh, but yeah. what, what are your main thoughts on that match? Um, who do you think Who do you think pulls that one off? I'm not sure about prediction-wise. I am actually in a place where I won't be mad with any winner because I love all three of them. Right. Roman has been so, so, so dominant though, like this whole time. Mm -hmm. I think he could get the win here, but if you think about his big wins, it's always been help from the Usos. Like, so right. I'm like, are we gonna get a return? Cause I know, I know like he might be healed. So maybe we get both Usos returning in some interference. Right. Who knows? I don't see Daniel Bryan with the win, but 
like I said, I'm going to be happy either way. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 sh- it should be a good, it should be a really good match. I, I, I'm still kind of, if you're not, I kind of want to see Edge do it because of just the way his, you know, his career ended the yeah. first time. And we're hearing all the reports that Daniel Bryan may be, this may be it for Daniel Bryan. So, uh, you know, with all that going on, it would be, it, it would be, in, I just, I agree with you. I don't, I think either way is going to finish in a mm-hmm. really good form. Now, before we And Roman's on, in a place where you can't bury him. So right, you can't. He doesn't need the win. If he loses, and he won't get pinned. I'm almost uh, certain that he won't get pinned if he loses this yep. match. And if he does, mm-hmm. I will be very surprised. It'll be off of some crazy stuff. I've heard so many crazy theories. I'm like, just don't tell me anything. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything else. Y'all just, y'all just scoot to the side. <laughs> so what match are you that maybe not getting that profile? That's not getting the profile or everything. But what match are you looking forward to that is not getting that high profile? I hate to say it. Because it should be getting the most profile of all of them because it's the WWE Championship. Right. Um, and I think there's, there's a little bit of funk that happens when the WWE title is not the main event. Right. I think even as much as we loved Kofi Mania, there was a little bit of funk around his reign because he wasn't the main event. Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, with Bobby, I don't feel like he's in the conversation as much. I know they're shaking up the Hurt business. And people are still saying Drew deserves to win in front of a crowd, blah, blah, blah. Right. Drew carried this promotion for a long time. Right. But like, if Drew deserves to win in front of a crowd, I damn sure think Bobby deserves to win in front of a crowd. Of a crowd. So, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I think the thing that bothered me, you brought it up. This Hurt Business dis- dismantling is not, I am not cool with this. I I, I saw yeah. it and I said, okay, y'all. Now, unless it's a, 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 a ruse and they're going to somehow form back up after or they're going to use it as a part, that's the only thing I can think of as a person. But if it doesn't, I'm going to be like, why? This was going so well. Yeah. And, and it was perfect, you know? It like, was perfect. Theme song was magic. I mean, you name it. Everything was just beautiful. And they were like, nope. And the timing of it, like, not only are we excited for Bobby, we were excited for all of them. Yes. I was getting excited. I was like, I wonder what type of suit, you know, Shelton Benjamin is going to wear to WrestleMania as he right. walks Bobby out. Like, I was invested. Right. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. They I, better not let us down because MVP they, put in that work. They, but yeah, MVP's done a phenomenal job there. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the work he's done controlling things on Raw. Yeah, yes, Raw at times has been a little bit, but there's been certain aspects of it that he's knocking out of the park. And I and I got to give him credit there. Um, to have three guys who are basically inactive or in whack storylines and right. put gold on all of them mm-hmm. at the same time, at a time in the world where you needed those type of faces to be on the forefront right, and right. to do it in a way that felt organic, uh, MVP deserves all the flowers. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, this is great. And especially, especially with a guy like, I mean, yes, Sheldon's had all his moments. He's had a lot of title reigns, but Cedric, Cedric for me, I, I thought this was Cedric good because he was starting to look like he was about to get the ricochet treatment, and that's not good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not good at all. <laughs> I love Cedric, and I love his wife too, and I want to see them do great together, like right. at the same time. Right, right, right. Now the one match I'm actually, I'm actually excited about. I want to. I think the Cesaro Seth Rollins match is going to be good, but yeah. actually Biggie and Apollo Cruz. The storyline has inter- it's, it's got me interested. Yes, all of yeah. a sudden Apollo has a Nigerian accent. He just did the remote. Is it a Nigerian accent? It sounds like it's from Zamunda. It yeah, sounds yeah. like <laughs> coming to America. Yeah, it's it's very interesting how they did it, but I love I like heel 
I like Hill Apollo too. so far. I like, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I like Hill Apollo so far. He so. needed it. Yeah, he did. Cause that this the smiling guy that was coming around for the last couple of years, you know, yep. they, they already had pulled him from NXT too early, you know, all that stuff. It was just mm-hmm. uh, he needed it. He needed it. But I'm excited about WrestleMania. Uh, I know yes. you are, and um I, I'm just pumped to see how it goes. Uh before we move to quick ones, I gotta ask you about AEW. Obviously, that's where we got a chance to finally yes. meet uh, you know, and, and encounter each other. But uh, AEW has done some really good things. What are you what is your overall view of AEW? My overall view has to be I am so glad that AEW is doing enough to still be in business right now. <laughs> For this to be your first year out the promotion and you have to deal with a pandemic. <laughs> That's a lot, Um, but they do talk a big game. And I think that that's where they get so much criticism from. You can't out the gate, you know, talk a bunch of stuff that you can't back, you can't back up. And it's so hard to get over, over there because people are just looking at the big flashing lights and the big names that used to be at WWE. Mm -hmm. But I do like the belt is on Kenny Omega. I think it should have started on Kenny Omega. I agree with that. I love how they're working with Impact, but I hope they don't overdo it and do it the right. wrong way. Right. Um, I love that their women's division is finally improving. <laughs> Thunder Rosa is is a legend. Right. And another thing I talked about being a testimony earlier, she's a testimony. I remember when she was talking about how she turned down an opportunity in WWE to be a ref. I was like, can you imagine she was a ref over there and she had all this potential to put on right. the caliber matches she's putting on. I think it's great. Yeah, I look at I look at the organization. Yes, they do have a lot of WWE names that are sliding over that way. And but you know, a lot of people make fun of them for it. it's like, well, why well, you gotta build up? But I think in a way, bringing some of those stars, maybe not all of them, does help the credibility of the company because you know. I've always been a Tony Schiavone guy. I know this is going to say, yeah. a, Tony Schiavone in my childhood, hearing him say, Diamond Cutter, just used to, yeah. But just being able to see them together, I'm like, as a, as a person who loves play-by-play, I'm like, this is great for me. I, I, love, yeah. seeing them, I love seeing them together. And, you know, I think they've got a, a good thing going. I like, I, I agree with you. They should have had Kenny from the get-go. But I don't know why they did it. I don't think they like since they were the main people. They're like, all right, let's give other people the shot, and then eventually we'll come in and take. As you see, the young bucks had the titles, and you know mm-hmm. that, that that was my thought behind. It. I'm like, all right, they, I see what their strategy. They don't want to come in and say, oh, y'all just brought a company so you could be the champions all day. So yeah, I, I, that would be I'm nice doing, though. Yeah, that would be nice. It would be nice. All and right, people who say it's just all WWE folks. Uh huh. I and not even on purpose. My favorite people in AEW aren't from WWE. Like one of my favorite wrestlers is Darby Allen. I think one of the best talkers over at that promotion is MJF. Like Mm -hmm. it's, they're building stars that had nothing to do with this rivalry. So let it go. Yeah, MJF's awesome. He's he's a a great heel. Oh my goodness. Great heel. Great heel. (laughs) He's like what the Miz should be. <laughs> as I as I, as I, I look, I like the Miz, but the I feel Miz like the Miz wants to be over so bad. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like he's if he would be the perfect Miz in the WWE. I know that sounds terrible, mm-hmm. and the Miz is phenomenal. Maurice uh, is my girl. I had a crush. Yeah, on I hope she makes a comeback. I, yeah, man. I mean, you know, so yeah, yeah, but. I see. I can talk wrestling all day with you, Britt. See, we. I'm, I'm, I know. Sorry. I'm a, no, you're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try to get back. I'm gonna try to get back here. So let's do my favorite segment of the show, and we're gonna continue the wrestling theme with quick ones. All right. So, are y'all everybody? Are y'all ready for the Britt Waters edition of Quick Ones? Britt, are you ready for the Britt Waters? <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find out. All right. Here we go. First one. 
How does this work? What? So, oh, oh, that's right. Oh, so let me tell you how it works. So quick ones, I'm going to give you a topic and then you give me your thoughts on that. You know, just okay. a quick thought on that. Yeah. Very you, quick. And, okay. you know, sometimes you can do one word answers. That's up to you. But, I, I, right. but personally, I like to hear the explanation. That's just me, though. That's just me. Okay. All right. Here we go. Favorite wrestler of all time. If I say it, you're going to judge me and, and and put me down and say I'm a fake fan and I don't know anything, no, I but I'm still to sticking to it because he's that for me, John Cena. I knew you were going there. I, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's so funny. I'm, I'm going to show you something a little bit later. But yes, I knew I had a feeling you were going John Cena. I have no problem with John Cena. I'm a thugonomics John Cena guy. Yes, thugonomics. That, that's, that's, that's who I am. Lawyer mm -hmm. hustles and flow, I can respect person mm -hmm. <laughs> but i'm all thugging on so i'm not upset with that i'm not upset with that next yeah. one your worst wrestler the one that you despise the most i should say oh <laughs> this is supposed to be quick chris jericho chris jericho why why don't you like jericho he's broken my heart so many times <laughs> he's like an ex-boyfriend he's like an ex-boyfriend oh <laughs> yes Oh my God. All right. Next one. Most underrated wrestler. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. I, oh boy. I'm with a close second being Darby Allen, but I'm gonna keep it Baron Corbin. I like Darby. I don't say something about Baron Corbin for me. I don't, exactly. know, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I like King mm -hmm. Corbin. I like the idea, but yep. it's something about, it's something about, I love the finishing move per se. Yeah. Yeah, love the finish. <laughs> well, let's let's see how he does in the hurt business. If that's what they're leaning towards on this one, <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and the last one here on quick ones, and this is a little bit different. But give me your top three movies of all time. Ooh, Goodfellas. Mm. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. Ooh, this is hard. I'm like trying to look up my DVDs. <laughs> Chico, like, uh. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do another Will Smith movie, but I have to. I love Bad Boys. <laughs> I mean, if you love it, you love it. I got like, in my yeah. top, I think in my top 10, I got like three Eddie Murphy movies. So don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Feel bad. I love I mean, Eddie Murphy too. You can't feel bad about that. Okay, okay. But Goodfellas, right. <laughs> I can quote that movie from top to bottom. Really? I, yeah. <laughs> don't, and don't bash me for this, but I don't, I, I'm, I'm almost 100% I haven't watched it. I haven't watched I'm jealous it. of you. I'm yeah. not going to bash. I'm jealous. I wish I could watch it for the first time again. Yeah, I, I now that we've talked about it, I'm probably going to have to go and watch it. Like, it was a couple of years back when I finally watched Scarface. Like, probably 10 years ago, I finally watched Scarface for the first time. And I sat there and watched it and was blown away. And I've only watched it that once. But I was, I definitely <laughs> enjoyed it. Yeah, I've, I definitely enjoyed it. So there's certain movies I feel like you got to watch for the culture. Because in, in yeah. general, people are going to be like, you never saw that? You're missing a lot. You saw all the Rockies, right? Yes, I saw all the Rockies, yeah. Okay. Yeah, making sure. Yeah, to make sure. You saw Boys in the Hood now, right? I did see Boys in the Hood. I did see okay, just making sure you good. Lion yeah. King? Yeah, hey, most definitely. <laughs> I, you know, funny story, I didn't like Lion King in the beginning. I watched it a couple of times, but I didn't like it. It was weird. But as an adult, I love it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you yeah. get kids and you're like, oh, yeah, Lion King. Now, the second version of Lion King, when Beyonce was in No, it. no, we're just going to pretend that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> look, look, never happened. Maybe, maybe not so much, yes. Uh, it, that yeah. never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so for me, you know, 
I, 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 my favorite movie is The Last Dragon. Last wow. Dragon. That's been my favorite. I started. I'll never forget the first time I watched it. I watched it. Um, we were family reunion. I was nine years old, mm. and I walked into this room, and it was on TV. And ever since then, I fell in love with the movie. Show enough, whole night. Laura Charles, my boo boo, whole night. <laughs> so yeah, Last Dragon is my favorite movie. I like that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll be fair. I'll give you my other two. Coming to America is number two. And the Cherokee Kid is number three. Never seen it. Cherokee Kid stars Sinbad. It was an HBO movie that came out back in like 1996 or 97. I have he's, never seen that movie. Yes, he's a gunslinger in the movie. If you ever get it, yeah. it's on. It's like on Apple TV. If you ever get a chance, I'm telling you, it it's actually really funny. They got a lot of people that were like big stars in the 90s or maybe like, B level going into A level stars in the nineties. So, but wow. it, that's my th- that's my number three all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I right. have a lot. <laughs> that was the Brit Waters edition of Quick Ones here on One on Ones. And before we leave, leave, I do want to first thank Brit for coming on the show. Uh, thank you. You, know, you are absolutely amazing. And oh, before, you're amazing. No, no, no. You're amazing. No, you're amazing. And before we get off, get off, Brittany. Are there any special projects you have going on or on top of that uh we also want to know about your legacy what type of legacy do you want to leave in this journalism game um just to pave a way for other girls that look like me that talk like me just that anyone can realize that you know you can get to wherever you want no matter what it is no matter where it is and that your career is always changing if i could tell like my younger self something i'd be like girl just just have fun have fun do what you do you know, stop trying to be Oprah and just be yourself. <laughs> stop trying to be Oprah. <laughs> yes. I feel like every young journalism girl is like, I just want to be Oprah. I just want to just be you right. and you will learn to love it. So yes, that's what I'm, I'm for me. I just continuing my radio show, putting more um, effort and stuff into my wrestling opinion on my IGTV. I love that. I started a masterclass series with 202 Creates in DC. And it has a bunch of interviews, long form interviews with really good creative and entrepreneurs and people like that in the city. So that's awesome. And just continuing my work, my favorite jobs with the Wizards and the Mystics. I mean, you, I mean, you got it going. Let's, let's just be honest. You get, you get a chance to dibble and dabble in a little bit of everything. And that's, and that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. I'm definitely super blessed that I, I, I really like what I do. And it's fun. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could just sit here and watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, forget the work. I just want to sit there and watch the game and cheer them on. I'm, I'll be good with that. Yeah, I was like, I would come here if you didn't pay me. <laughs> right, right. But I would but, buy tickets. Now, now, don't y'all stop paying her now. That's not what we were saying. <laughs> that's not what we're saying. She's just saying that's how much she loves it, all right? Yes, don't give you no that's how much like, I love it. I still have to pay my bills, you know. Exactly. The bills aren't going away, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, everybody, this has been episode 37 of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And once again, I'd like to thank the wonderful, the amazing Britt Waters for coming on for this episode. And Britt, we're going to have to get you on the episode of Legacy on Fire. I, I just feel like that's something we got to do. I want to, you, can you come back? Can I bring Brian back too? You guys see us together. Yes, when the yes, bloodline gets together, we'll make it a water's dream, man. Like, you know, we'll have, yes. it, we'll have, we'll have Brian, we'll have you on there. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make it a show. Yes. And thank you for all that you do, you know, putting into this platform and sharing people's stories is definitely inspirational. Thank you, Britt. I appreciate that. Once Mm -hmm. again, everybody, I'm Darrell Lawrence, Legacy Maker Sports Network. This has been one on one.
one, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. One on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network.